0: Welcome to our podcast. Here's Melissa, Laura,
1: and Rob.
0: Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. What? Hello. <laughs>
1: Good day, everybody.
2: You gave me that look. I thought, what am I supposed to do? Can I go or you Go.
0: <laughs> go. Go, go, go. So we were just discussing about our topic. And it's funny because we have a list of topics. But at the same time, at the end of the day, we always go with what life presents us.
2: Exactly.
0: What comes out in our daily lives or or retreats or with clients, which is just like, I think it's what life wants us to talk about it. So today we had. Two topics, but as next week is Valentine's, so I think we're gonna go with uh, romantic love and Valentine's love. Day.
2: We'll talk about love, right? That's what's all. That's what Valentine's Day is all about. Well, at least this commercialized holiday, right? But at the end of the day, it's really
0: all about love. Yeah, and I know that Rob knows all about the history of Valentine's Day.
1: I do not know the history of Valentine's <laughs> Day, but I know it's named after St. Valentine.
0: Uh-huh. Let's yeah. talk about more, about St. Valentine's more after-blessing our cacao, which is a cup of full love. Um, you know so, what?
2: I'm going to, I want, cool. if if you uh, are okay with it, uh, Hannah had posted something. Sure. Um from her cacao ceremony and it was really beautiful so I kind of wanted to share that
0: absolutely
2: and she said thank you to this cacao for freeing up space in my heart thank you to this medicine for teaching me that love is letting go thank you to all of the hands and hearts that went into providing this medicine may I ask for permission to receive the teachings and guidance that this cacao provides I choose the frequency of love, right. it was beautiful. It is really right? beautiful. Yeah, so that's from our our friend Hannah. So if you're listening, Hannah, you're beautiful, and thank you for that blessing and allowing us to use it on this podcast because I thought it was perfect, especially for this for this conversation of love.
1: Yeah. And the medicine's working because we love you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and for those who are of our listeners who uh, would like to purchase some cacao. Hannah does sell some cacao, so if you are interested, let us mm-hmm. know and
0: we can give you her information. Yeah, it's really beautiful and I really liked the end when she said choosing love. Mhm. I choose
2: the frequency of love. It's mm-hmm. it's it's true. We need to to consciously choose it mm-hmm. right every day and to choose to see the love and that's all around us, that's within us. Um and by doing so, it, it elevates our own lives in so many ways because the, the frequency of love is all around us and is in everything, including us. I mean, it's what we are. So to choose it means you choose to see the beauty of life.
0: Yes. That's beautiful. And also, like, is, I think we said that with purpose, about many things, like as coach, we know that, the path overall is to be more aware so that we can make those choices. Mm -hmm. And when you're aware, Mm -hmm. that's what also Sadhguru always says. If you, like pretty much if you're aware, you would choose to be miserable or happy and loving and Mm -hmm. blessed. Right. (laughs) So we often make ourselves miserable because we are not aware and that uh, we become aware, and then we see we can make that choice. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it really is a choice because when we, when you go through life, every day, and you're choosing to see, let's say the, you know, the bad things, the negative things, the awful things, the hard things, um, that's really just not choosing love. Right? Mm-hmm. It's everything is just, if you will, the opposite of love. It's the 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 what's the what's the word I want to use when it's lacking the absence of love, so um if love is in everything and is everything, when you choose not to to see it or be it, then obviously you choose the you know uh everything else all it mm-hmm. goes back to what we talked about last stuff.
1: week, resistance, and then that equals pain
0: mhm, yeah. Yeah, and and also it fits a little. I mean, fits this choosing love fits into what some Valentine's Valentine's days is. For what I remember, and maybe Rob Dan will get will can help us to check the story, <laughs> let's look, let's <laughs> the history up. of Valentines. But for what I remember, Valentine's uh, was a, a, it was a priest and a saint uh, at the beginning of Christianity, and you know for actually. For centuries, till last century, till the 1800s, people would not get married for love. They would just get married for convenience. Love in marriage was not seen as something that would go together. It was more like a marriage was like a contract for kids, like something you know that has to fit into certain parameters, but that love was not one of the elements of a marriage. And Valentine's will help couples that were in love to get married. So that's why then some Valentine's Day is the day for romantic love and couples. Mm -hmm.
1: So I have a question. Yes. Do either of you know why little cherubs with bow and arrows shoot you in the butt? Why? Cupid? Why that's Cupid? a symbol? Yeah, a yeah. symbol What's of
2: Saint Cupid? of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Cupid
1: is, is is Cupid related to Saint Valentine?
2: Maybe Cupid is Saint Valentine. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
3: know. I'm just
1: asking questions. I probably should have done some research, but I thought we were doing this podcast on thought. So <laughs> you <laughs>
0: thought he was? I in thought, thought
1: wrong.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I have to rethink what I'm going to well, say. Cupid, says,
0: Cupid was the god of love of making humans falling in love, right, in ancient Greek. Yeah. It was a, right. that mythology. And it was also, I think he was the son of Aphrodite mm-hmm. or Aphrodite, Venus. yeah. Yeah, oh, Aphrodite. Venus. Yeah, which is just the Roman's name for Aphrodite. Um, and Aphrodite was uh, the goddess of beauty. And so, of course, her yeah. son was the, <laughs> the goddess, yeah. the god of Making people falling in love
1: mm.
2: Yeah,
0: so there you go It's just a symbol a symbol of love
1: Thank you for clearing that up
0: So if you think it's like val- Valentine's ha- will help people Who were in love Getting married And so probably Cupid came first, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah With the arrow, they will fall in love And then now here comes Valentine's Priest Valentine's And Sun Valentine's To help them you can husband and wife.
1: Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> so just to clarify, in English we say Aphrodite. In Italian it's Aphrodite.
0: Aphrodite.
3: Aphrodite. Dite? <laughs>
0: Aphrodite. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Aphrodite. Ah. Yeah. And
1: yeah. then ah. is... Uh, um, oh, what is, what is oh, I ruined your train of thought. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ruined my train
0: of thought. <laughs> it did not I just so Venere Venere it's Venus Aphrodite ah.
3: Aphrodite
0: mm-hmm. and Cupid Cupido Cupido oh that's so cute <laughs> <laughs> I love Italian and so San Valentine is San Valentina mm-hmm. so romantic love nowadays there is a lot of, like, you know, we hear a lot of, okay, 50% of couple are divorced, or it feels, it kind of carry a little bit of this idea of failure, right? Which also, um, and I'm talking to the perfect couple in front of me, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. They, they're, you know. they're like looking at me, what is, is what you talking <laughs> no, about yeah, that I don't, I don't <laughs> There's, no There's many thing. folks out there that they not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to say, it's also, it's interesting to see. So how in the past marriage was just seen as like a contract, right? And then slowly in the 1800s with uh, novels and then we got soap opera and then we got, we got, disney movie mm-hmm. and so on and so on and we start really fantasize about love and at the same time society became more and more individualistic and so what before was like a whole village and i am i don't know if you ever heard of esther perel who is no. a, um she's a psychologist <clears throat> about couple relationship uh sexuality and mm-hmm. so she said that what in the past was an entire village, uh the role of an entire village, so you have friends, family, and so on, now we expect this entire village from one person, from our partner, and without being aware of that, and so that's where a lot of issues come from. Mm. Yeah, and I,
2: I think that's when you don't do the work on yourselves, you look for love from other people, right? So I think it's like it's an inside job. you have to. Love yourself first before you can and know what that means truly before you can give like unconditional love to someone else
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but I agree it's also it's also kind of like a bank, like you can't open a bank account and just start withdrawing. you have to put some deposits in there, mm-hmm. so you start giving mm-hmm. love and then you can get it but You know, it takes, you know, it's a two-way street. You just can't sit around and expect everybody to love you for nothing. (laughs) You know, you have to be lovable. And when you're lovable, that means that you are full of love Mm -hmm. and that you give love and that you share freely. And when you do that, you need to have a little bit of vulnerability and and let people in. And then they see the beauty of who you are and they don't have any choice but fall in love with you. Sucker.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: not at all. Yeah, I think it's all and it's totally true. Like, do the work on yourself, be more aware. And mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like oh, the work we're doing overall—that's always the path. Being more aware, being more aware. Mm-hmm. So also in love in a relationship is the same. There's also like a point in which you would never reach a perfection. Of right. like, oh, I'm completely perfect and done. Like so, so you will have to know and realize that like yes there's some work required but also when you find the right person know that you can continue that path together if you're both open and knowing that okay we're going to continue working on ourselves while working on the couple mm-hmm. and so the two work will be parallel it's like you can never be completely ready it's like i think we we've, we've said that before like you cannot be completely mm-hmm. ready, either to drink medicine or having a For kid. Anything, yeah. <laughs>
1: or falling in love. There's
0: no That's, such thing as a yeah. perfect time. It's no. just now, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but definitely, some work is required on mm-hmm. yourself and see what some shadows, some past trauma, so that you don't just play them out right. in the couple, or at least you know that they may be played out, and that can be an opportunity. Mm-hmm for you or the other person to grow and not just blaming the other and make that as a cause to, 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 to finish the relationship or creating issues. And also a whole lot of work about what do you want in a relationship and what do you want from a partner? At least that for me, and I've seen many people, that's a big one. We focus on, okay, doing like healing but then we think that, okay, I fall in love and that's it. That's all it, it's necessary. And we never like sit down and like, okay, but what is that? I want, what is my ideal model for couple? What is my ideal model for a partner? Which doesn't mean being on details, like superficial details, like, it needs to be, I don't know, five feet seven or blue eyes and blah, blah, blah. But it means like the qualities mm-hmm. that this person needs to embody, mm-hmm. needs or you want. And then be flexible, go in the exploration of that, because maybe you will add more in your list or remove something <laughs> from your list. Exactly. You change your priorities and that, you know,
2: the, the qualities can change over time too. So like depending yeah. on what's going on in your own life, you know, and how you're feeling. So it really is just a, a overall evaluation and work within yourself to be aware of what it is that that you're looking for what it is that you want and need from a partner um, and then being flexible in changing that that you know that you're not so rigid about it but I mean oftentimes we find like especially with the you know people that come to the medicine that they're they realize that it isn't that they have no understanding of what love truly is, and then Mama shows them glimpses of what true what love really is, and um, and then they can understand a little bit better. But what I've found is there's so many people out there that really don't know how to receive love. Mm. You know, they're they're very good at giving love to to others, but they're really poor at receiving. The love, and um you know, I know for me personally, I was like that, in my, especially when I was much younger. Like I, I give, 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 but, and I'll even, even to this day, I, I'll, I'll still falter. But receiving that love, like truly receiving it, like you know, whether it's a compliment or whether it's someone giving you something, um, or whether it's just. Um, that nurturing, someone trying to nurture you, you know, like res- mm-hmm. truly receiving it, and um, being able to say, "Okay, I, I, um, I, I deserve this love. I'm worthy of this love," right? Uh, is really an important thing. I think.
1: So there's a word that goes along with love. Um, you know, traditionally they're used together quite a bit, and that word is acceptance. Love mm-hmm. and acceptance. And acceptance is so key because it talks right to what Laura was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, acceptance allows you to love others, and it also allows you to receive love from others. So mm-hmm. it's easy when you accept other people <clears throat> as they are. You can love them mm-hmm. you know, very easily. Um, but if you don't accept yourself as you are, then you don't necessarily think you deserve or need or want to love. So you have to, you know, be open and accept what is. And that means you have to accept you for who you are. And once you can do that, the door is open and love is everywhere. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: And it just flows freely into your life through the people that are close to you, through the people that love you, through strangers, you'll start to see it everywhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's really beautiful. Even the guy
2: that cuts you off on the, on the road.
1: Fuck that guy. I don't love him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> see, we're all still working on our shadows. Yeah. But like what you were saying, Mel, I think it, it starts with that inner work, right? <clears throat> Doing yes. that shadow work, the healing, the things for yourself, so mm-hmm. that you can be more open and accepting. Yeah.
0: And the awareness, be mm-hmm. able to aware, be aware like, okay, I'm mm. witnessing my emotions, my thoughts, my triggers. So uh, this is coming out right now because that's when we said you can never be completely ready or reach a, a certain point and say, okay, now I'm, I'm 100%. I'm all done. All the healing is done. I'm ready yeah. for a relationship because the relationship is like, it's like, a, it's a big journey. Like, mm-hmm. if life is a journey, medicine is a journey, anything is a journey. But definitely, being in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, is a big journey because mm-hmm. that triggers a lot, a lot of deep um, wounds or yeah insecurity, any of those things. So, it is really the opportunity to have those things even more healed. And so, that's, I would say, yes do the working yourself and healing mm-hmm. but the the most of the work will be in be aware so that when things come out it's like oh okay i can have the opportunity to work with that and the right partner at least for me will be someone who is willing to play let's say this game okay we're in this together and let's support each other in this sort of co-coaching relationship. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it very much is like that. I know, like, with Rob and I, it's very much like that. Like, he's a good counterbalance for me and I to him. So, like, <clears throat> when I'm struggling with something, I got...
1: <coughs> Laura's struggling with her cacao right now. <laughs>
2: Excuse me. <laughs> but, yeah, there's Shall, a,
1: shall I stall for you a little there. longer? You, you, you want a sip of water or something?
2: I'm good. All right. I might need some water, though. Um, but yeah, so I think having a partner that you can, that can balance you out, that can be sort of your, like a true partner in life, um, is such an asset because, you know, when one of us is working on like something, whatever it is, um, the other person can recognize that and support that, Mm -hmm. you know? And so having the right partner is really key. And if you don't have the right partner who supports you and is, um, loving and accepting and all that, uh, it makes it more def- way more difficult, way more difficult. Yeah, even
0: harder. <laughs> yeah, it does. And, and also, I wanted to add on what Rob shared about love and acceptance, that's all true. And also, when we go on romantic love, there's love and acceptance, and there is also desire, compatibility, it's love and acceptance. Passion. 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 <laughs> it's love and acceptance. So, you know, we have universal love in. Uh, so in and don't ask me all the words, but you know, in Sanskrit, there's like nineteen or more words to describe love. Wow. Right, and uh, already in Italian, we say, "I love you" in two different ways so to like my mom my friends i would say ti voglio bene so it's like a, i want you well if i tra- translate literally but it is like i love you but i love you i'm already i'm giving you a love as my mom my friend right mm. to my partner will be ti amo and also, like, there's, oh. because we have two different ways. So, at first, when you start dating, at first, you're just like, okay, I kind of like you. And then you go on this stage of, like, you're going to say, ti voglio bene? <laughs> And then you go to the higher stage, is ah, I, ti amo, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you hit gold. <laughs> ah, she really loves me. She really loves me. <laughs> so it's, it's really to different differentiate Um because the ti amo also has an element of eros in it. So that would be really, and it is, feels really weird to say that to my mom because it's like, uh. oh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Like>, sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah, so, in and there is, if you think, different kind of love, universal love, agape, um, in which there is, there is always acceptance, but when you narrow it down to romantic love, um, I think I was saying that to Rob yesterday. Like to romantic in romantic love, you need you are gonna be picky because you're gonna pick one person over seven billion. So yeah. there is more of <laughs> uh, like how you call it, pickiness. Yeah, <laughs> cheer, the you are going to do.
1: Yeah, you, you can be picky, but sometimes you really don't have a choice you know uh, know, because in the states they say you fall in love i mean no one ever plans to fall you just fall oops it was an accident you didn't mean to and there's there's so many people that you know love at first sight they they weren't picky they just uh uh-oh here comes boom now i'm in love
0: yeah but Um, you're picky in a sense that even if it just happened like and you fall in love. It's just you still love that one person over seven billion in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I I completely understand. I I met Laura in high school, and uh, she was mesmerizing to me. And my friends didn't Ooh. really understand because I had two classes with her twin sister and just wasn't interested in her. Um, but there was something <laughs> about Laura that was just I don't know. I chew, choo, choo choose you.
2: <laughs> well, that's right. Well, until you didn't.
1: <laughs> Look, we're here now. We don't need to get into the story.
3: <laughs> but yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love story yeah, so for another time. Yes, yeah,
1: so you don't always have a choice. I mean, you can be picky and you can have high standards, but at some point, somebody is going to fall in love with you and... Ooh you're going to fall in love with them and you're going to feel it and it doesn't matter what they look like. It doesn't matter if they got weird-looking toes or they got bad breath in the morning or, <laughs> you know, they can't dance or whatever the thing is. Who's, um, who's
2: this person you're speaking of? I know.
3: you <laughs> making up
1: shit, man. <laughs> oh, Laura has sweet breath in the morning, by the way. No, I don't.
2: <laughs> but, you know, the, you make a good... You, you made me think of something. So... Is it possible to love more than one person? Right? Can, in a romantic you, way, in a romantic way, or is it really just excluded to just one person? And or is it like you know, a moment in time type of thing? Cuz I think we've all had relationships where we've been in love with a person and either that love faded or something happened mm-hmm. and we moved on. So, is love exclusive to just L- one
1: person. Well, I'm a bad person to ask since <laughs> I'm soul bound to you, and we've always been in love since the beginning <laughs> of the universe. So uh, I don't know. I've never, uh, you have to ask someone who's been in love with so many, two people at the same time. I'm sure it's, I mean, you see it all the time on TV and shows, yeah. and you hear about it. You know, I get it's got to be gut wrenching, I would imagine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, have Melissa, have you
1: ever been in love with two people at the same time?
0: No. Yeah. It's always been one at a time. <laughs> Being in love with more than once, but yeah, man. not I at mean, the same can, time. It's
1: got to be like a lot of work to be in love with two people at the same time.
0: Well, I, you know, I say,
2: yeah, probably, right? I would say that they, there is a like, polyamorous, I think yes. it's more polyamory. Right where people are like it's they're just open to loving multiple people at the same time, and I've never really I don't know much about it other than what I just said. Yeah. But I'd be curious like their thoughts on love, and how they view love, and what is mm-hmm. what what do they do on Valentine's Day? Do they just?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. The part about that that confuses me is that. I know you have my back, no matter what. No matter what, doesn't matter what happens, you got my back. If there's three of us, well now there's an uneven number, and someone's <laughs> back isn't gotten all the time. I mean, yeah, y'all can three can be in agreement or whatever, but it's gonna wind up being two to one at some point. <laughs> and yeah, we we have our opposition to each other, but. You know, when it comes to me and you versus the world, you got my back, right? (laughs) You checking?
3: Yeah. Okay, good. Because I got your back, girl.
2: (laughs) I would say yes. Yeah, and
1: and that's one of the most beautiful things about having a, a really deep connection with somebody is that no matter what I say and no matter what I do... well. Yeah, I guess you can take that to a degree, but, um, you know, Laura's got my back and I know it. And Mm -hmm. and there's this safe space that I completely live in a hundred percent of the time because I know I'm not alone Mm -hmm. and I always have someone with me who's going to be there for me. I get to be there for her. We get Mm -hmm. to be there together. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's just very, really comforting to me and I don't ever want to lose that.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. You didn't even mm. need to give me a Valentine's
0: Day card. What you just said mm. it was perfect. Good, because I don't <laughs> have one for you yet. <laughs> yet. Mm-hmm. So, what what I hear good elements of a successful romantic relationship from you, it's like definitely trust. No. Mm-hmm. Loyalty. Loyalty. Mm-hmm. Support. Mm-hmm. Mutual support. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And also. Like, yeah, you have this deep connection, and a connection that goes from mind, body, and soul, you said you were together since the beginning of the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yep. A, that's a, it's a long <laughs> that's time, a long baby. We've it's been together every lifetime. Some of them
1: haven't been that great. Connection. I think I've... Killed you, drowned you in a river in one life.
0: Yeah, he did. He did. It's true. What did, what did you learn from that life? Uh, that she's still doing that. that.
1: Laura still loves me. I'm
0: a
2: glutton for punishment, apparently.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: no! It's the laughing
0: yoga. Oh coming yeah.
1: Melissa and I are taking laughing. Well, Melissa's taking a laughing yoga certification. I get to sit in, and it's it's, it's a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs>
0: talk about that. That's when another podcast. Yeah. That is another podcast. And, and another thing I would like to add, so I think there is at least four pillars for a relationship, right? And then, of course, then you need foundations, and then the four pillars, and then you can build, like, your castle.
1: What, what are the four pillars? I don't know these. Should <laughs> the I know them? At
0: at the beginning that you need to have. So this, like, um, connection... Mind, body, soul, connection. Mm-hmm. So, in the body, is also like chemistry, right? And then communication. Mm-hmm. Have the same stuff, communication, be able to communicate, understand each other, and compatib- compatibility, mm-hmm. right? On interest or on worldview, life view, what you want in your life. And then commitment from both mm. parts to commit to the relationship, commit to a path together, mm-hmm, otherwise you need mm-hmm. those four, and then the foundation is for of course is taking your time and knowing each other, like there's no rush or some, sometimes things goes fast too, but if they go fast, like go with that flow mm-hmm even. Th- Though sometimes we may be too excited when we start something that we burn the steps. So being on alert, I think of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of taking the time so you can build a good foundation. And another good foundation is, I think, is being friends before being lovers. Yeah.
1: Well, being friends is, I mean, if you're not friends with your spouse, you're, you're doing it wrong. I mean, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, that's just one man's opinion. But, you know, the one thing that you said in those four pillars that really struck me was the compatibility thing. And Laura and I are extremely compatible, which is we just like to do shit together. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to play golf with my buddies and go on golf trips and stuff. And, you know, they'd be like, dude, you talk to your wife like every day. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't you? And they were all like, no, we're getting away. You know, we're playing golf with our buddies. And I'd like, dude, I'd rather play golf with her. And they were like, what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. I mean, if I had a choice to play with any of you versus her, I'd choose her like every time. And none of them could, they just couldn't get it. They just, It was a head scratcher for them that I would choose to play golf with my wife rather than, you know, one of my buddies. And uh, I just found that very odd, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, lucky to have somebody that I like to do those things with. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't play golf anymore because we're old and crippled. But, um, you know, we do other things, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Driving in a car, going to a bakery, right? Mm-hmm. Dropping rice, putting off at your sister's, yeah. you know, <laughs> going to the garden to, you know, move dirt, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to do those things with the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, whew, good luck.
0: I think a good test is going to a road trip. If you know someone at mm-hmm. first, everything goes well. Go to a short road trip or even a short weekend. Yeah. It's like spending more than 24 hours together. A lot of things come out and you mm-hmm. can easily f- see it, feel into that. And a mistake that I did in the past was like, so in that moment, of, I was it was clear that things were not, right and I would see the red flags and then coming back like just to find them and not wanting to see them anymore so yeah so go <laughs> go on a short weekend a road trip and then just really trust what you feel um because if everything flows and just go well and you feel like uh, um just you want to spend even more time together that's great yeah. you feel like I can't stand this person.
1: <laughs> Got to get away.
3: <laughs>
0: oh that's, my god! That's, listen to that.
1: <laughs> Maybe I can call an Uber at the next truck gas stop. <laughs> get a ride to the airport.
0: You spend the whole time on your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah. I or mean, the other spend their whole time on their phone. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it's it's a great tip because honestly, you learn a lot from um, when you travel with people, mm-hmm. you know, and what you know is nice or not nice. And when you're, you know, with a loved one <laughs> or a pot- potential loved one going on a road trip and they annoy the, the, the crap out of you, well, <laughs> that, that that shows some signs. And then, that, then you have to reevaluate and say, okay, what, well, you know, are these triggers something that I need to work on myself or are these mm-hmm.
0: just non-negotiable, you know? Yeah. And there's a lot of things that you can see from that. Like you can see if... You're both on the same page on how you plan something,
3: mm-hmm.
0: how organized you are, because those are things that in the long run, if one is messy and unorganized and yet mm-hmm. is organized, can really be an issue. And then you just see, like, if you spend time together, it's fun. If you still if you continue to find our, uh, topics, mm-hmm. if you actually understand each other, there's so much that can go into like a short trip Um, that you can really get so much information and understanding. Mm -hmm. Also, like, uh, what hotel you pick up together, just so much, and and you can also do not just stop at the superficial level, and also, like, oh, what made you choose that hotel? And so you can see what maybe is the thinking behind that, and maybe you can also go deeper and see the values and see, from like something that looks just like a hotel superficial, you can go a little deeper and see, oh, maybe there's a problem in values here. Or maybe there's a problem in communication also. Mm-hmm. And communication is another very, very, very important part of relationship. I think it's It's really what can... I think if I put in a pillar or something, but it's also... Like when you build a, a house, like you know, between the bricks, I don't know how you call it, that mortar. Yeah, that's the communication. Mm-hmm. I feel that's the yeah. communication. It
1: makes it stick, or else yeah. it all falls apart.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was one of the first things I told Rob when we first started dating, was you know, it's really important to to me to have someone that um that we have clear communication mm-hmm. and that and trust between us, and so. I said, if those two things aren't, aren't in our relationship or are lacking in any way, I'm going to get frustrated or I'm going to have issues. Like, I knew that about myself, you know, before we even started dating. So I knew I, I was, like, really clear with him. All right.
1: <laughs> well, she was frustrated and she had issues, but I worked on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. c- communication um, Is, yeah. Yeah, and acceptance, or you know, those are two things I've had to work on in my life. Yeah. I'll judge people and sit there and stew over it. I'll just shut up. (laughs) Be all grouchy.
0: What would you share as a tip in communication for couples? Hmm. A tip. Gosh, I, you know.
1: Don't communicate. Like, don't try to have a productive communication session when you're angry. Yeah. You know, that's just going to mess it all up. Yeah. You, know, you need to cool down, go away, collect your thoughts, do amble, meditation, what, whatever it is to, you know, get you out of that emotional state. And, drink a and cow. Drink, drink, drink a cow, cow whatever yeah. it is. Um, I feel that that's really important. Then you can be productive. Mm-hmm. And, and really the idea of communication for me is trying to understand what the other person's, what the fuck's the problem, you know? What is going on? What did I do? What's the issue? You know, how can I better understand what the problem is? Mm-hmm. What's your tip? Are I you, don't know you, you I clinging don't... on to that tip? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to cling on to that Piggybacking no. on that?
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, I think uh, with, when it comes to communication uh, between a couple, nothing, everything needs to be on the table. In other words, there there needs to be no secrets, Mm -hmm. um, no topic that can't be discussed. Like everything should be on the table. Like if if we want to talk about, um, you know, honeybees, we can talk about honeybees. Or if we want to talk about our deepest, darkest, like secrets, or um, you know, um, traumas that have happened to us, that that needs to be brought out too. Like you should be able to talk -hmm. about any topic. Um, and if you're with someone and you feel like you can't talk to them about certain things, then for me that's that's a red flag.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lack of acceptance somewhere. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're either ashamed of your past, or you're afraid of what the other person's gonna say or think. Yeah. Um, and again, that's where the vulnerability comes in. Mm-hmm. You know, w- when you're vulnerable, I can't help but love you more. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, and I think you, I mean, you react the same way to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pro tips right there. Write them Pro down, tips. people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think also in communication, uh, that would be, number one, see if you have a similar communication style. Sometimes right. people may change the style, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And... I'm saying that I also heard Sadhguru saying, like, if some person, like, communicate in a way that is, like, I don't know, say, oh, what the fuck is that? I'm An example. You can know. It, it would be hard to reply to that person, to meet that person. Oh, I am just here with my heart. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it's, it's like you're not speaking the same language. Yeah. So, first of all, it's the communication style. It means... In this case, I mean as, okay, what language is this person talking? Mm -hmm. So I am going to talk that language, right? That doesn't mean not being true to yourself or in alignment with yourself because you need to go one step back. And this is the the translator of me, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I have a degree in languages, I study communication, I studied translation. And what you do in translation is... And it's clear, it's most more clear when there are two different languages. Right. So that's obvious. Like, you speak to me in French, I'm not going to reply in English. But when it looks like it's the same language, and we try to... But it's not. That's when we need to double think about it. Yeah. So what you do in translation is... Okay, this is in this language. Step back. What is that... I. The message that I want to give, mm-hmm. right? So, what is the message? And of course, need to. Rem- the, what is the target language? In this case, will be the, what this person is talking to me. In what? So, let's say sub language. What is his language? And I have to go instead of thinking. Oh, but I'm this all love and light person, so I can only talk love and light. It's like saying, I'm French. I can only talk French, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's like, no, I want to deliver a message, but my message can be delivered in English, in French, in Spanish, and Italian, Mm -hmm. right? So I'll step back and it's like, okay, this is my message. This person will understand in this way, and so I'm going to translate it this way, right? right? Mm -hmm. Or at least in this moment, this person will understand in this way. And so it's, again, bringing consciousness, not just react to maybe someone sounding aggressive but like okay this person is using this language now i am delivering my message in the language this person understands still be true with myself because i'm conscious of what i really want to deliver in the communication yeah so number one's talking the same language meeting the person where the person is at in the language and the second tip is really learning active listening mm. Yeah. active listening and which in short will mean like really be present and listen to the other person without you know you listen and in your mind something else going on and especially what's going on is what I'm going to answer what I'm going to say back to this mm-hmm. person what is the tip the suggestion how I'm going to fix what is the solution and so on just
1: what am I going to say next when Melissa stops talking exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Totally,
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and then the third one will be learning to to ask the right question, which are more open questions, which will be more of what a kid would ask out of curiosity. So, mm-hmm. like approach the others, like what is this interesting person in front of me is saying? I want to learn more, and I'm gonna ask this question instead of assuming. Oh, she's saying that for this reason. I'm gonna put this in the box, and I'm gonna find a solution. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I,
3: I
1: want to uh, go back to the first uh, topic you were talking about. Um, you know, recognizing someone's communication style, and it's mm-hmm. not just the words that someone's using. It's the context of what's being said. It's the you know physical body language that's being used. And you need need to read your partner and you need to be able to try to decipher what might not be very clear to you. And I'll I'll give you an example in in a relationship with my wife. So it took me a while to figure this out, but I finally did. (laughs) So when Laura wants to do something, she'll ask me if I want to do it. You know, she'll be like, hey, do you want to go get Thai food? And in the beginning of our relationship, if I didn't want to get Thai food, I'd be like, no, I don't want to go get Thai food. And... But after a while, it you know took me some time. But I realized when Laura says, "Hey, do you want to go Thai food?", she really means, "Hey, honey, I want to go get some Thai food. Would you like to come with me?" And <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, that's that's totally what it means. So like, hey, do you want to go see Disney on Ice? I don't fucking want to go see Disney on Ice. You know that could be a problem in in the relationship. Well, now if I you know, fast forward a year or two and I'm like, oh, my wife wants to go see Disney on ice. Yeah, sure. Of course I'll do that with you. I love you. I'd love to go see Disney on ice with you because I love you.
3: <laughs>
1: and that's what you but want to do. But sometimes
2: when I'm asking, it really is just a question.
1: Well, that's the, you know, <laughs> that's the quagmire we step into sometimes. <laughs> you you got to get out of that. But, you know, that's just an example. So you have to read the person you're with. And, you know, it goes back to the way that people answer you, you know, if they're you know, big and boisterous and bravado and use a lot of swear words, you know, that may not, to them, that may not mean they're being insulting. It could be, you know, locker room talk um, for guys, you know, they cut each other down and make fun of each other Mm -hmm. because they care and they they poke fun they have fun with each other. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And if you take that the wrong way... Now you're internalizing something that was not clearly communicated, and you're on the wrong path, thinking the wrong stuff. Meanwhile, the other person's whistling Dixie, like, yeah, maybe everything's fine.
0: Exactly. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, communication is really key. And I think it's great that you're doing a workshop, actually, with Hannah on Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. for couples. And I think it's going to be a beautiful workshop for people because not only will they have cacao but they also can go through some of these communication exercises like mm-hmm. active listening. And I think it's really important to practice that, um, not only with your partner, obviously that's important, but really just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, such a useful tool.
1: So, My goodness, yeah. I mean, in the workplace, you know, if you want to get ahead in your career, active listen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, your boss is trying to tell you
3: something.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Anna and yeah. I are very excited for this uh, couple event. Mm-hmm. Tell us that more about it. They were, they were doing on Valentine's Day on the 14th in New Smyrna Beach. New Smyrna? New Smyrna. 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 What is the pronunciation?
1: Smyrna. <laughs>
0: New Smyrna. Smyrna Beach.
1: Smyrna. Pinch your nose when you say it. New Smyrna. New
0: Smyrna Beach. <laughs> <laughs> that worked. Perfect. <laughs> So at the Gypsy Vibe store, Mm -hmm. they have like a second floor as a big room, a studio where we can do the uh, events. Beautiful. So we're going to offering cacao ceremonies and then communication workshops for couples and then also um, a little bit of tantra exercise Mm -hmm. and it's all to create deeper connection, understanding, you know, so that's the events will be beautiful and the idea is also that they can bring these tools with them and continue to work on them in in a way that it's we often say work but it's more like with joy in a sense it's Mm -hmm. it's beautiful tools that would just create Uh, the idea is a long long lasting honeymoon phase because we have this honeymoon phase at the beginning of a relationship, and it fades away because we don't have the, these tools. Mm-hmm. And so we really want to offer those tools so that everyone stay in honeymoon. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: I always say never stop dating your, your your partner, right? Like, you know, Rob and I were actually just talking. We were like, we need to go on more dates, you know, because mm-hmm. when you forget, you get, life gets in the way and you forget, you know, but that's really where where you know you're in a relationship. Like, go on dates, like a lot yeah. of dates.
1: Yeah, like the other day, Laura and I went and, to the community garden and were with barrels and shovels and just moving manure and <laughs> you know pulling weeds and all that kind of really lame, non you know, datey not, kind it's of not stuff is like romantic. a bunch of chores. But after that, we went and got some food, grabbed a blanket, went down to the lakeside, and ate lunch. You know, down by the.
0: Yeah, had had
1: a beautiful little romantic picnic, and it was wonderful.
0: Uh Oh, that's so nice.
1: All dirty from the garden.
2: No, No, it was perfect.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and it it was. I mean, you know, so it doesn't have to be this huge, big, grand, you know, event. It can just be those tiny little things. And and Mm -hmm. quite honestly, the tiny little things is what makes it all work. Mm-hmm. You know, anyone can do the one big thing, but it's all those little things that you put together that make the relationship, you know, enjoyable from moment to moment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, rather than sticking it out for these events to come every, you know, a couple times a year, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you do it every day.
0: Yeah. You know, little dates, every week, every month. little nice things. Mm-hmm. And. And then, when big events arrive, you can also celebrate those. But if you just wait for those, for sure, like in the meanwhile, you grow apart. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, you gotta
2: make the effort. Relationships are effort.
3: <laughs> effort. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Doesn't look like looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there, there's there's some heavy there's some funny. heavy lifting
3: going on. Trust me. <laughs>
2: I love you too. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, it, I mean, yeah, it seems effortless. I don't know. We we're just very compatible. We work well. Mm-hmm. So I I wish everybody the luck in finding that person. It took us a long damn time too. You yeah, know? I mean, we 15 years we met in 1985 and got married in
2: 2001.
1: No, oh, it's or 2000. 2000.
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. Close, close, <laughs> yeah. it's all in dispute now. <laughs> like,
2: 2001,
0: yeah, <laughs> you sure. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll check it later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all, right. all right. April 21st? Yes. Sure. <laughs> <You laughs>
2: 2001. Got, you got
1: paperwork to prove it?
2: Yeah, 2001. Okay, all
1: right. All right.
2: No, 2001. How, so, right. how many
1: years have we been married?
2: Hello. Oh, wow. Gotta do math. Now I gotta <laughs> do math. I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are important things in life, and right? I guess. uh Anniversary dates and how many years that you're married may not be at the top of that list.
2: Uh uh-uh. But it was 2001. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <All
1: right. laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay. I'm you know, just playing it up.
3: All right. it up. <laughs> well, this is
0: beautiful. It only means that time flies and you don't even remember because, like, it, it's just so beautiful uh, every time, it's been every second together. Like, well, yeah, it, it's many no. yeah, it's really,
1: it's really strange though because. Most couples, you know, aren't like us because when we really first started dating, you know, and got serious about it as like adults, um, we'd known each other. We knew everything about each other. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, her well, sister lived everything. down the street from me. We went to high school together. I mean, when you told a story about something that happened to you in the 10th grade, like I knew everybody involved,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and, and I knew the mall you went to and I know the stores you shopped at and I knew the library you worked at. I mean, so it's really different. You know, then meeting somebody new that you know nothing about and you have no frame of reference and you got to learn all these stories and, Mm
0: -hmm. man, it's got to be
1: tough. In fact, we just uh, hung out with a couple, uh, two weeks ago, who I think like us, they met in high school in choir. Oh, yes. And they got married, you know, this past year. So, you know, they're in their mid-40s. and. They realize the same thing, that they know They know each other, and they know all those stories, and they have a history. And then when they got together and started dating, it was just like, oh, man, okay, this really works.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is something special about having the same reference mm-hmm. from the past, cultural reference and all that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm sure we can also meet couples that they knew nothing about each other, and they would say, oh, oh it's so exciting to just get to know. Everything and then nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there was still a lot I had to learn about you.
3: There still is.
2: <laughs> You're like an onion. I just keep pulling back layers. <laughs> there's, there's closets in closets.
1: There are all kinds of skeletons <laughs> in there so. popping out. I tell you new stories all the time, don't I?
2: Yeah, every time you tell me a new story, I'm like, what? How did I not have heard this before?
1: <laughs> Oops, left that one out.
0: <laughs> oh, anyway. God. I think we all finish our cacao. Uh, yeah. I got,
1: I got one more swallower. I
2: have got a teeny one. bit, but
0: I think that's, that's about s- it for us. Yeah. And so if you're interested in coming to our workshop in you know, Smyrna Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. Chips- <laughs> no, Chipschiva. pinching her nose. <laughs> There's still a couple of spots left. And we would love to have you. We're very excited for this couple workshop. And also, I hope you get some good information on this podcast. And as always, comment, share. We have a lot. I don't know you. I have a lot of people just text me directly and mm-hmm. <laughs> telling me about the podcast. It would be also nice if everyone would just like writing out in the podcast so we can just start a conversation all together and yeah. that, that will be our next step It will yeah. be beautiful to hear from all of you
2: yeah like a centralized place where we can have some further conversations mm-hmm. about some of these topics right because yes. i'm sure our listeners you know have a lot to say on some of these subject yeah. matters and could teach us a thing or two
0: absolutely right? mm-hmm. so
2: it'd really be nice to have like a community where we can have some Mm -hmm. good discussions. So we'll look into doing that.
1: So my closing thoughts are don't just be a one trick pony. It's not just Valentine's day. It's every day, you know, Valentine's day for me and Laura. um, It is a special day, but we also realize it's a hallmark holiday and there's, you know, this social expectation that you're going to, do something grand or get big gifts, mm-hmm. or you have to do this, that, or the other thing. You know what? On a random Tuesday in April, get your girl some flowers. You know? Her, mm-hmm. her favorite ones. Doesn't matter what they are.
2: On April
3: 21st.
1: Uh-oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. If that's your anniversary. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: But, you know, I mean, you know, Laura and I actually shook on it yesterday that we were not getting each other Valentine's presents. No which I think we've made that agreement many times before over a bunch of different Hallmark holidays, but someone always cracks. Yeah. But, wow. you know, it's not just about, you know, February 14th. Mm-hmm. It's about February 10th and mm-hmm. December 9th and mm-hmm. June 21st. Yeah. So it's all the time. Mm-hmm. It is. Hi, puppy. You got, la- you got last words to say?
2: And She's like, I want some she, love. She, she wants does. some love right now, too.
0: So, yeah, so... All you need is love. Thank you, everyone. All right,
2: thanks for listening, everyone.
1: Much love.
2: Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <sighs> clink, clink, drink. Catch you later. Love.